Direct from Full Service Headquarters, The Whale Pod, with your hosts, Bonesaw. I apologize for the rest of the podcast. Hogue. Tell the kids you were suffering. Weber. You can punch Hogue. And Smell. Because you guys like seeing me suffer and do weird <laughs> stuff. A full service show. Every day, such an oddball memory. Beer? Yeah. Can yes. I have a beer? Yes. Yeah. Can I have a beer? Yes. Yeah. Let's all have a beer. Yeah, just take the back, back six. Oh. Well, cool. Yeah, it's yes. funny. Yes. Yeah, I have my fridge. There you go. All right, so we're here on uh, season three of the uh, of the Whale Pod. Uh, we have a very special guest today, which we'll get to. Um, but first, we're going to kind of introduce a. Uh, a little intro from Hogue about what this whole brewery tour is about and how it ties in with our special guest and with the beers that we're going to be tasting. Cheers so. to season three. Season Cheers three. Season three. Season three. Yeah. And a special guests. And special guests. Guessers. Guessers. Uh, so, via Hogue, who has food poisoning, uh, there's a sort of parallel state of the union happening in the microbrew scene and the indie band scene. The internet generation has yielded a huge boost in the number of indie unsigned bands and likewise a big rise in the beer equivalent home brews, microbrews. And just as the DIY model of modern bands, home recording, crowd-funded tours, independently released distribution, yada yada, has created a sort of, here's the Yalian hoke, balkanize, balkanization of the music scene. Subgenres upon subgenres upon subgenres. So too has the rise of microbreweries given birth to entirely novel beer styles and cross-pollinations and experimentations, like the hazy IPA we had yesterday at Artifacts and Sour Beers, uh, another example. So we're at this cool point where the trajectory of our band reminds us of the trajectory of these small microbrews across the country. Hangar 24, which we played on Friday in Redlands, California, isn't a huge brewery. Uh, they have a dedicated, loyal, but relatively small following compared to Budweiser. But they've approached the big time with their beers being served at the Anaheim Angels games, for example. Cool. Uh, that's the beer version of full service. Our being served at Anaheim Angel Stadium is kind of like, uh, for us, opening for 311. Um, but most of the time, we're focused on playing very small but very fulfilling, intimate, fan-based house shows. Uh, we, like these breweries, seem destined to appeal to and strategically focused on a smaller scene, especially since the music industry's revolution or collapse, or however you want to put it. Uh, Same thing. Yeah. Uh, so why make the leap, uh, the commitment to do a nationwide tour of microbreweries? Uh, there's not a whole lot left, just so you know. Uh, it's fun. We like beer, and it puts us in breweries every single day. Uh, the type of people that go hang out at breweries and work on expanding their beer palettes, uh, we're making a bet that those types of people are interested in expanding their musical palettes. So chances are there's not just one, they're not just into one musical scene or one type of music. So that's the type of crowd we want to play for, and it's generally our generation, our peers. Um, the tasting videos that we make could expand our reach and pool of people paying attention. And uh, it could lead to a band mascot type of thing, where we're a mascot of each brewery, um, each town we come to. And maybe someday it could lead to a full-service themed beer like 311 has, which is what we're here to talk about today, which is uh, 311 has two signature beers out on the market now. Uh, the Amber Ale, which has been out for a little while, and also the just-released Beautiful Disaster IPA. So after that big spiel, our guest today on the Whale Pod and on the Hoppin' Along Tour Brewery video is Peanut of 311. Two for one. Yeah. I'll take the high five. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here in what town is this? What part of LA is this? We're in Toluca, um, Toluca Lake. 
But the, the specific neighborhood, it's not Toluca Lake, it's <laughs> like Toluca <laughs> Hills or something? Border, Burbank, Whatever, no one listens to me. So we're in, we're in, we're in Toluca. We're at the Hive Studio, which is uh, 311's uh, legendary studio. Uh, we have a live studio audience here of some other great uh, 311 friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically, technically our first ever live studio uh, performance. So, Peanut, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, and, yeah, thanks for having me. And the Hopping Along Tour. Yeah. Uh, we listened to your, you were recently on a podcast called The Rock and Roll Beer Guy. Uh-huh. That's and, right. That was uh, super fun. Yeah, we're going to be on that tomorrow, actually. Great. Wow. So, we listened to your interview on that. Are uh, you going going down to his brewery? Yeah. Cool. We're going to go there tomorrow. We're not doing a show, but we're just going to go and take a tour, do the video. The Iron Triangle. Yeah. Have you been there? It's like sexy and mean. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, no, I haven't been down there yet. I haven't even been to Angel City downtown. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been to a few breweries in town. There's a there's a bunch, um, but haven't. Just when I'm downtown, I'm usually with my wife, and she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to drink beer. She wants to drink wine. She's not a beer mm-hmm. beer advocate, huh? No, or but she's words. taken me to a place that's down the road where I took Jason, one of our illustrious studio members, to Tony's Darts Away. Oh my god! Yeah, which is actually a tiny little bar that's owned by the guy who started up Golden Road. And it's all California craft beer. It's down Magnolia. We should go to one. We're done, actually. <laughs> or maybe another time. But but it's just it's like a mile away, and it's incredible. And they have a wine glass that says "Not Beer" on it, and they gave, gave it to my wife. And she came. So funny. But it, it's just incredible what's happening to beer. Um, like you said, cro- crossover wise, what's happening with music? Um, everybody's all over the place. Everybody seems to have a stage to have kind of. Uh, Ideas like yeah. fleshed out, and if you're uh, dedicated enough and you stick with it long enough, you'll find an audience for that. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, one just as a side, it's been very annoying setting up our tour in California because California has so much permitting required for yeah. having music at these breweries that that was very few even had the permit or wanted to spend the money to get one. That sucks. Um, yeah, so it's been a bit of a challenge setting them up in like New Mexico, the rest of Arizona, everything. They don't get crap. Everything's good to go. But They're like, yeah, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> we but, have electricity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have talent. <clears throat> so so clearly we're on to something with beer and music too and that's obviously something that's been dear to you. To, uh, walk us through, the Amber Ale is the original 311 full service beer. I mean, yeah. 311, not full service. Oh, wow. 311 beer. Uh, where did the idea for a 311 beer start? What's, give us a little bit of backstory. The Rock Brothers came to us. They introduced themselves, I'm pretty sure, in this room. Um, they, uh, they said they wanted to work with us. They wanted to make the beer that we wanted to drink the most. And I was like, okay, well, that'll be, that'll be this. Yeah. So, but then, then, you know, I'm, I'm kind of an, I can be an extremist. Uh-huh. And and that's why I would lean towards that. But I understood that it would be a better idea to start with the Amber Ale, with the uh, with the tie-in, with the song title, and the the lack of appreciation of a of a good Amber Ale in the American market. Uh, Fat Tire is the number right. number one for and, sure, and it's great. It's a fantastic beer. Um, I just wanted this to be just a little bit stronger. Was my only thing. But other than that, I love this thing. What is yeah. a and it's and it's plenty strong. What's the ABV? It's 5.7, but I think this one actually came up to like 5.9, right? I think this one came out a little strong. Right. Well, let's get into beer. Let's, let's try it out since we're talking about it. You're way ahead of you. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, Peanut and I don't drink beer. Nor does he pour it. Yeah. Nor does he pour it. 
Ford Bearing took that, took that, that, took that hit. What was I supposed <laughs> to do? How's it supposed to go? Just give you it a tilt. Tilt. Yeah, tilt. Well, show me. I'm gonna save my glass for that. Oh, what yeah, the other? Why didn't you guys tell me? You went really fast. We couldn't stop you. <laughs> it's my role in this whole thing. Is I'm the newbie. You know what are you gonna do? Hey, this is a good way to start. <laughs> um, I started when I was young in Omaha. We had a brewery called the Jones Street Brewery, and it was an, it it was great for when it was. It was fantastic, and I I tried out. Ambers and pales and bitters and browns and stouts and porters and uh, and it was just great. Like I knew the knew the brewmaster. He would give me little samples and check check this out. You know, do you taste this in it and all that? And, like totally ruined me for for normal <laughs> beer. The scene's gotten insane since like those days. You know, right? You know, back when it was just your simple, just like here's your stout, here's your pale ale, here's your IPA. Like you, you're kind of hard pressed to find just. Like a normal brown ale or a red ale, right? Going out to a brewery, everyone wants to get bigger and badder, which I love. I love things like the double IPAs of the world, but to see a like a classic beer done well is really cool too. Yeah, with like I, I think it's it's been modernized for the for the nowadays palate. It's it's grassy and it's hoppy, and and that's something that is is cool in a, um, a slightly middle of the road amber ale. Mm-hmm. Doing like math not, here, not though, if you were still in Nebraska, <laughs> not that I know, weren't you pre twenty one at that time? Um, yes. Just doing the math. Yes. <laughs> okay. Just, just to be clear, and all yeah. of this. Yeah, I was dating a bartender. <laughs> all right, and, and I'm charming. And, uh, <laughs> and it was a different era. It's a different right? era. Hey, yeah, she hears the stories my wife tells about being in like New Orleans. Uh, She's like a year younger than me. So we got a photo op here with them cheersing some. Uh, Choosing some amber ale here. For Label the, to the camera. Label to the camera. Uh, so when you guys did, so we'll we'll get to the beautiful disaster. The dream. This feels like the beautiful, beautiful disaster is your dream beer. It was. I, yeah. I told him about it when we first sat down and talked about the amber ale. So when you so backing up then when you did the amber ale, did you go to Rock Brothers yourself and or with any of the guys? Did you you know what's what was the process then once you you know? I blurted it out. I'm sure yeah. while we were sitting down in the original meeting, I was like, we should make a triple. Like yeah. let's do let's do something. The band's three eleven. Let's do eleven three. It was it was like that. It took about that long. I was like, we need to make something strong. Maybe around ten. Hey, wait a second. You know, and it, it, it came to me. I actually wanted the bottle to be see through and have the, the label printed on the inside somehow to have it read backwards and forwards. Um, but it was an illusion we could not create. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is eleven yeah. three. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's great. First thing, first yes. thing you said. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they were when we were first trying it out. Um, the Rock Brothers came. They went to Vendome down the street and got as many strong ales as they could. And they could only find a few, really. They they found some eight and nines. They found some doubles. Yeah, doubles are everywhere. Um, and San Diego gets credit for inventing the double IPA. Really? Is, yeah, it's, it's so cool. Stoner. I wonder who who really the the brewer that that calls it up. We need to need to ask our. Uh, Yes, our, uh, our research department. <laughs> the double, the double IPA, and the phone protector. So before I know we're we're hopping around a lot. I want to, I want to stick around the amber ale for yes, a little sir. bit more. Before, just so we're clear, you do you have any like brewing experience on your own? Have you mm-hmm. done much home brewing? Not at all. So you, you were mostly just telling the Rock Brothers guys kind of your vision for the first beer and the second beer, and telling, but then they kind of came back to you. Explain the process of the actual technical. Yeah, they, they they said that sounds like a great idea. That's when they enlightened me to the fact that it's just a recipe. It's just yeah. cooking. You know, it's it's chemistry beyond that. 
and the intricacies thereof are, are more out there than the simplicity of just cooking. But if you've got it figured out, that's really essentially what it is. And and uh, they were like, we can make it, we can make up a batch whenever. Yeah. So that's why I think they've been able to do the Revolution IPA and the uh, the Hootie Nothing Fancy and the their other beers is they just love all the different styles. I'm talking about Rock Brothers. Yeah. And they can pull it off because it's it's easier than it sounds. But it, but yeah. yet I've never done it. Yeah. And I'd love to. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Back in the back in the day, Capricorn sent around homebrew kits. It was like ninety three, ninety four when Grassroots came out. They sent out homebrew kits to radio stations, and uh, just as promotion back when back when labels did stuff. <laughs> it was great, good times. Well, so, uh, how many? I'm just putting it all together. How many bands does Rock Brothers have beers for? That's a good question. It's probably like five or six. Yeah. Really? So is it kind of a that's the base of the brewery, so like kind of be band beers? That's their thing. I, ah. I think the original idea was that, but but them linking up with Cigar City was also a uh, like a great uh, elbow in the idea to to uh, make it more impactful because you couldn't get Cigar City outside of Florida at all, and Cigar City is world class. That was something I was confused about: is how the three different breweries tie in because I know it's related. to Cigar City, Nebraska Brewing, and then Rock Brothers. Nebraska West Brewing there. makes all of the Amber Ale west of the Missouri oh, River. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Cigar City, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping. I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Just believe me. They make the majority of it, though. They make the majority of it, and Cigar City has, has been helping, too. But Beautiful Disaster was brewed by other people. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, well, let's go through our little taste test here of the Amber Ale and see what we got. So, uh, um for anybody who's new to the podcast or the video, we do four different featured uh, uh, review. What's what's the word? Uh, qualifiers? Yeah. What is it? Sure. Whatever. Qualities. What's the four different factors? And uh, since we don't have Hogue today, uh, Peanut's sitting in for Hogue. He's also a featured guest and Hogue. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Hogue. So let's start with uh, let's start with with look. Well, we start with smell. That's right. Bone. We start with smell. Last time we oh, ended with smell. It was a weird way to go. Damn it. <laughs> We should all smell. Yeah, let's smell. Mm-hmm. I can smell my grape because it's in a cup. Or whatever it is. Yeah, that's not bad. Damn it. It's not plastic. <laughs> it smells a little heavier. Like, there is some hop to the smell. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you get that kind of, like, uh, tinge of the yeast in the, in the nose as well. Like, it's not... It, it is heavy. Or than um, some of the stuff we've been sampling as like the feature beers as of late, but uh, it still has that kind of like lingering um, yeast smell, like a yeah. I don't know, like the lighter side of things. And to me, it smells like apple juice. Are you getting apple juice? Are you getting apple juice? <laughs> oh, we gave you apple juice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I did in college. I actually went to a party one time with apple juice in my cup. Because I was so like kind of embarrassed that I didn't have something like a prop. This true story. That's a good, good prop. I've never revealed that. Nice podcast revelation. Maybe I'm just hearing. Yeah. I'm, I'm smelling apples right now. Uh, I definitely get a lot of the malts in there, man. Like you, you can really smell the amber malt that's in there. A little bit more syrupy than uh, like you're used to drinking a lot of IPAs. I am too, mm-hmm. where the hops take over. But you can definitely get like the more like warty, syrupy sort of quality of it. Warty. 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 Like a wart. <laughs> Different kind of wart. 
All right. What do you smell? I kind of smell cherries, honestly. Searching for cherries. Wow, we're all included. I smell cherries and I smell that grass thing too, like fresh cut grass. That's what I did in Nebraska. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and it's supposed to smell a little I bit. I come like from you. the peanut gallery over there. Yeah. Oh, no. no but it does all those things because it's bright. It's heavy. I can smell that syrup. How can you smell syrup? But it's, you're right. I can taste right. it too on my tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're intricately tied. All right, let's go on to strength. That's my department. Now, there's a, there's a bumper that plays in between each one. It's like a little funny video thing. Your yeah. shirt rips off? Pretty yes. much. Almost exactly. Uh, yeah, I can see it. Well, my body didn't shake. That's a good example. That's, that's, a good, that's usually what happens. Uh, I'm coming to, to the realization that that's somewhere, like, it means it's a little bit less than seven. Right. And not, and not, mm-hmm. that, not that bitter. Seven is kind of a sweet spot. Yeah. That's where you start to shake, is at seven? Yeah, it's like, uh, everybody, like, everybody loves to see me do that. It's what the kids used to do when I was in high school, too. Because oh, I, I had the same reaction to oh, carbonated yeah, beverages. Yeah. It would be like... Like that, so it'd be like, make, oh, not high school, I'm elementary school, you know, make Tim drink soda. Then I would shake. Anyway, this one is, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, so I'm using a scale of heavy metal bands, mm-hmm. basically like Great. winger, pretty light metal, you know, mastodon, pretty heavy metal. Mm-hmm. From winger to mastodon? Winger's yeah. your, like your cult, like, 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 you know, going with the W to the M. Yeah, there you go. Arc to the oh, um, need a slide for that. Yes, you can do that. Graphics department. So I'm thinking this, this is definitely to the right of Winger. I feel like it's even to the right of... It's to the right of even maybe Skid Row, who I feel like I used the other day. I'm thinking like... Uh, mm, like GNR is a little too rock and roll. Not quite metal enough for me right here. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna go with Anthrax. This is kind of Anthrax. Shout out to they're, Scott. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of in the middle. I mean, like they get a, a rep for being more thrash, but I kind of, in my mind, put them in the middle. So I'm going with, with Anthrax here for uh, for strength. These guys. Nice. 5.7% alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the studio audience. Yeah, this yeah. is great. You guys got to be more Two or three. Uh, <laughs> so moving on I to mean, <laughs> to feel with Hogue, aka Peanut. Hi, I'm Hogue. I'll be taking care of the feel. Cut to cut to my graphic. <laughs> Put my head on the hill. Thank you, graphics department. Yes, good job. And and the our research department never came back with any. Uh, Blind Pig uh, Brewery out of Temecula, California is credited with the first double IPA. Yes, go ahead, Blind Pig. Yes, shout out to Blind Pig. That's really good research. Thank you. So feel. It's not overly carbonated. It's fresh because it's in a can. I almost more and more insist on cans because of the the freshness. And I'm buying. California beers in California, so I'm getting kind of weird about it. Mm-hmm. This feels great on my tongue. The syrup definitely is a, is a part of it. It is heavy. It's not light. It's not a lager. God forbid. The guy yesterday, Ooh. the guy at the brewery at Artifacts, <laughs> he told us to uh, to swish it around under your tongue, wow. which is something Let's that all do caused that. a new sensation. Are you ready for a new sensation? <laughs> <laughs> Overall, the feel is very nice, very pleasant. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, 
I'm feeling it. Yeah, smooth. <laughs> Amber ale. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling, mm-hmm. I'm feeling the feel. I'm getting the feels. And moving on to look. Look, uh, can I borrow yours? Because yes. we have a can in front of me. The look is, uh, I would say, probably the perfect, sort of opaque, not very transparent, but I can see through it if I really get up in there. Uh, the perfect amber color, though. Kind of a golden amber, a little bit of a burnt orange in there. Uh, we saw Bonesaw pour it poorly into his glass, <laughs> but it actually left a really nice head right, on it. Right. So it didn't Set pour super heavy or super carbonated. Again, probably because it's an amber and it's uh, going to be just a little bit thicker in general and won't fizz or foam on you. But it's a very good looking beer. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. great. I mean, they must have obviously had to spend a key piece with making it look very amberish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting side note the, the beer we sampled, the feature beer at Artifacts, mm-hmm. was called the Cone Slap. And we asked him what that was about. And it was oh, because. Man, it was very, what did he call it? Uh, it was hazy. It was really thick. It was a hazy yeah, yeah. And cool. he guess, I guess the st- whatever the stuff would got clogged at the bottom of the big um, cylinder. So the only way to get it to loosen up was they had to slap the cone to get it to just free up and all come out. So wow. The cone That's what that stuff is. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and it just stayed, you know, kept the really thick look. Good. Um, well, I love We're it. We're going to have fun with this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should we pop one of those back in? We will in a sec. So the Amber Ale uh, has a little wider distribution than the Beautiful Disaster at the moment. So yeah. where can you get it if you are looking for an Amber Ale? You have to order it online from, uh, what are those people called? Lucan's Liquors. Liquors. Thank you, research department. Research. <laughs> Lucan's Liquors online yeah. will deliver to almost all the states. Or go to rockbrothersbrewing.com. There you yeah. go. Or Rock Brothers Brewing. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you want to get some Amber Ale, what do you do? It's your beer. I do this. Yeah. <laughs> I do this. I do this. I do this. We <laughs> right, exactly. Um, they've sent us shipments here and there. Um, the cans were super exciting. Um, we had to order 100,000 of them. You have to fill up a, a semi-truck to order oh my gosh. aluminum cans. Whoa. So I think we're still on the original run from, from this, but they're probably getting ready for more. Um, we got to get ready for 311 Day. There's yeah. lots of brewing going on. Oh, yeah. That's, That's awesome. It's a beautiful thing. Are you guys going to have uh, both at 311 Day? I don't know. I yes. hope so. Yeah. Is the answer yes? Beautiful Disaster Draft, Amber Ale Cans. Oh, my God. So, wow. Oh, my That's God. Fans. Boosh. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> that sounds like a very dangerous beer to have on draft. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Well, it'll, it'll probably be eight ounce servings. Three, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that'd be my guess. Good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you didn't catch that at 311 Day this year, Amazing. both 311 signature beers will be available uh, on draft. First time ever for a beautiful disaster not to be in the bottle. We right, I understand. We yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I believe you guys can make it. <laughs> Point our ship in that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I love the way the amber turned out, and I actually like being kind of pushed in that direction to just to do something that I wouldn't normally do, but I still got to kind of throw my weight around and. My influence to make it. You sound kind of like a, like a hop head. Like you like stuff to be hoppy, and this definitely has a, a good hoppy taste as far as uh, the ales go. Like it. Uh, yeah, it had to have that for me. Yeah. Even, it, even as an amber ale, pe- people are like, eh, it doesn't really taste like an amber ale. It tastes like a you know, like an IPA, like like kind of a, a grassy IPA. And I'm like, yeah, 
you might be right. And we, it's can, good. we can quibble yeah. over it. Yeah, yeah. Do you like? Do you like it? That's great. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. You want another? Yeah, that's 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 the whole thing. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we're kind of walking the line with the, uh, you know, making the name work right. Well, then the strength song. is yeah. also not so much as most IPAs. So you can, uh, like, some of the session IPAs are a little bit lower in ABV. Right. So I mean, it's kind of, I don't know what all the uh, technicalities of brewing a beer are, but it tastes kind of like, like one of those, like on uh, the all day or something like that. Right. A little bit easier, like you could have a couple more. Yeah. Yep. Throughout the course of a concert, mm-hmm. certainly. Exactly. Don't get super dried out. Nope. And so, when the the concept was first broached with Rock Brothers, it was always in the plan to do this one and then followed up with a heavier one, or yep. was that just the sale they made to you so that, that you would do a I'm lighter under, beer I'm to under. go over it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have I'm to. picking up that you you wanted right from the get go. I did dream beer. Yeah, I really did like it. That. Like, like, yeah, you're gonna sit me down and ask me what my favorite beer would be to drink. Like, if we could make something, that would, you know, something really strong, just yeah. to, just to see if we could do it. And like, let's make something that's 11.3, that is drinkable. Yeah. Not, not shakeable. Right. Let's see. <laughs> let's see how your, your system are takes you it. Physically? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, wash, wash that out. this guy out. So you've not tried to just walk into a store, grab a six-pack of 311 Amber, and walk the hell out the door without paying? Oh, <laughs> gosh, that'd be so great. <laughs> I think you should try it one day. I think you're right. It'd be fun. So for the purpose lawyer, of the video... Lawyer on the side. Yeah. Uh, so now we're going to move on to the Beautiful Disaster IPA. This uh, just came out. Uh, for November 3rd, believe, November 3rd, lots of tie-ins with 311, as there always are with your band, yeah, which I love. Uh, and I believe 800 bottles were That's made it. and sold out instantly. Yeah. Correct? People, people are pissed. Uh, people are pissed. Manager Peter Rasper bought them all. These are from his personal stash. Thank yeah, you for the true, sacrifice. Right? Yeah. Um, now, why, why, well, you might not know some of these questions, but why 800? I mean, why don't you guys try to go a little bigger off the bat, or what was the, what was the plan? That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. It was just to be safe to, you know, probably just have them sell out immediately. Yeah. It's like a good show. Yeah. Make it, do the small play. Yeah. Instead of play the arena and play in front of a thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> you want to play in front of a 500 seat place and have people dying at the door. Yeah. Like, waiting to get in. That's the way to go. Yeah. We'll just make it exclusive. That, that's, that's a beer thing. I mean, Pliny is the the penultimate example. You can't get it anywhere, and when you can, you can only buy one bottle at a time. There's a bunch of beers like that, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. but I think uh, Russian River kind of cornered the market on making exclusive cool and yeah. making it hard to get something so you want it more, even if it's not like a quality thing. It's a scarcity <coughs> thing. Yeah. Have you gotten some Pliny? What's that? Have you gotten some your hands on some Pliny? Sure, sure. Yeah. I've been there. Heavy. Yeah. Awesome. And we've played there. I've, I've, I, I love it up there. I want to move up there. Um, I love Sonoma. Uh, I've been to the brewery on my own, and then we played a show like a mile away from there, and I sent the runner to go get a case. Oh. It was great. great. So, so I had a great. fucking refrigerator for it. Oh, that's for sweet. That's sweet. Like a week. <laughs> and didn't share it at all. It was great. So, yeah, check out the beautiful disaster. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. I Give think, us a uh, I... We made it with kumquats. Wait, don't give it up. It says it on the fucking label. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we're on to smell here with smell. I was going to guess kumquat, to be honest. 
No, nice. it does smell very fruity. It is. It is. It is. Man, people man. have people have described it as a fruit beer, and that kind of pisses me off. But that's how fruit forward it is, and people can say whatever they want. Sticks and stones. Fruit forward, everybody. What else you got, smell? No, it just smells. It smells really fresh. <laughs> so we were in we were in uh, Ybor City. Oh wow! In November, doing the release I of this, it. and uh, I went upstairs to to taste with the fans, and it was so cool to share it with everybody and cheers. I, I didn't know if there was going to be two or ten or two hundred people upstairs. Yeah. At the at the gig, turned out there was probably like a hundred people up there. Just so cool to see people excited about it. It's just it's just fun. Like. Uh, I said it in a, in a bunch of interviews, and I kind of say it in my head a bunch. Like it's uh, stuff like this, and the cruise, and um, and three eleven day are just the rewards for sticking together and not going crazy, and really having fun. And and you know, like I said, kind of earlier, like steering your ship in that direction. Like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to be at a brewery every day? Like, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that, and we can talk about it, and we can make it, we can make it mean something. We can yeah. we can enlighten people with our experience, and we can and we can spread out and have these events, and we can share all of it together, and uh, and it's it's just great. Beer brings people together, music brings people together, and there's there's enough for everybody. It's it's so cool. We're in a we're in a golden age, and don't even get me started talking about pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you, you raise a good point. I mean you guys, the question I know you guys are asked every single time is, "Wow, you guys have been together so long," and that's like always the main storyline, which is great and. Um, getting close to 30 years well you guys must get that question Ooh. a lot but that's a really key piece of insight that I feel like frequently I don't hear uh, that, that it's, it's allowing you to do great things now that you've kind of crossed over this threshold of sort of survival as a band and right. prolonged success that now you're trying getting to try a bunch of new things um, not just try but like succeed at a bunch of new things that you wouldn't get to do if you had burned out earlier yeah like most bands do self-destructed burned out mm-hmm. who knows uh, got disillusioned could happen really, really easily. Any, any one of them. There's uh, alternate universes where everything's happened. Yeah. And we're lucky to be in this one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Because uh, we, we have this. Yeah. Yeah. I like this universe. Yeah, this is a good universe. Yeah, this is a good we universe. We can deal with it. We can, we can work with it. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, give us the stats, by the way, on The Beautiful Disaster. The Beautiful Disaster is a 11.3 triple IPA, and it means business. It's made with kumquats and what are the hops? Mosaic. It's mosaic hops, Mosaics. really. Yeah, we did it with the good people at Hidden Springs in Tampa. So that's just a ridiculously great coincidence that mosaic hops are one of the main hops you can use, and that happens to be your album name. There are no coincidences, Bonesaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all it's only synchronicities. Is that wow? But when you had that moment of realization that you could have mosaic hops as the key ingredient, what? Was there a specific moment that you remember when that happened? Because I saw that out there. Well, people all. People when I heard you say that on the podcast, Rock and Roll Beer Guy, I thought it was a joke. Well, people all but. thought that that's why we named the album <laughs> that. Like, what? <laughs> like, what's the next album going to be called? You know, like Citrus or something? Like, we can do album Citra. titles. Citra, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Citrus. Yeah. Yeah. All the way down. Yeah. Equinox. And there something else, too, right? It was, it was Equinox and something else. Equinox and something. Yeah, I mean, but, the, the symbolism of mosaic for y'all's career is obvious, in my opinion. Like, because uh, y'all are so um, community based, and like, because you've been around for so long that y'all have y'all have got to know a lot of the people that come to these places and stand front row, and then yeah, 
pay money to stand backstage and meet you guys and they're all like very caring endearing like real people I mean good grief like Angel's last album cover the idea mosaic and then people sending pictures and man so smart and also like coincidences like we were just saying like that's not real like it's it's all so perfect that it just makes yeah. sense and the hops name I mean just yeah. pff, it's a mar- you can't question it's a- it anymore it's, it's so awesome it's a marketing guy's dream it is. Like, <laughs> we're, we're trying our best. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. That's what's beautiful. About it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just perfect. A lot of a lot of it does just happen. You yeah, know, if, you, if you're aware, you can kind of snare it. You like know, you said, you steer the ship in. in the right direction, yeah. and you will pass the points, and you'll get given the opportunities, and it'll all it'll all even out. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't go crazy. Right, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna move on to strength, and I, I'm gonna be straight up. I'm afraid to taste this beer with my lack of tolerance. I can't. But we're gonna give it a shot. Okay, so here we're trying. Uh, the oh, it shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't be afraid, right. afraid to be tasted, but it is serious. But you'll never. Was that quiver? No. What was it? Whole body, whole body, face. That was a bunch of weird stuff. Oh man, the research department is freaking out. <laughs> they are. No, it doesn't see. That's what I'm saying. That was that. That required actually a quick tongue thing. I, <laughs> you're mental. Did you your tongue? I did. I'm mental, but hey, that's what I'm saying. I've never had a beer. Oh, yeah, okay, so we're going. This is your first beer that's over ten percent? Yes. For sure. Cool. I drank ten beers last year. Period. Wow. So this is that's where my tolerance level is at. Well, that's okay. That's but uh, what else were you drinking? Yeah. What else were you drinking? Yeah, yeah. try to get a good yeah. like, like two yeah. second shot. You stop. Yes, yes. This audience thing you is stop, over. Marty. You stop. <laughs> uh, this it, it's still it's still sitting on my tongue with uh, <laughs> a very bitter feeling on there. With the other one, it was you know it just tasted fresh and it was gone. Mm-hmm. This is still hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Um, thicker. My sure. mouth is a little dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm feeling mm-hmm. yeah a little loose. Uh, so the strength is obviously high. On, the, on my heavy metal scale, I'm going to go obviously way to the right of GNR. Uh, Where's GNR on the scale? GNR's right in the middle. They're right. They're, they're kind of my like classic rock. Perfect right in the middle. Uh, I'm actually going to go with a deep cut. I'm going to go with Celtic Frost. Oh wow! Do you guys know of Celtic oh, Frost? Yeah, sure, sure we do. Okay, so uh, I don't know any of the bands that you use for your scale. To be honest, <laughs> I'm telling you know, black makeup, pretty intense, real thick, Ooh. like just chunky. Not so much like the speed metal type. I'm right. talking like the real kind of almost you're scared to listen. Cheers! Cheers! to drink. Yeah, cheers! Drink. Cheers! My job. My job here is done. There you go. And making it happen was so fun. It was, uh, you know, do you like this? Do you like that? It's the same thing with the Amber Ale, just having tasting sessions with, yeah. the, with the guys, um, the guys in the band and the guys in the brewery and, and our, the research department. Um, they, our ever-present research department. Really? <laughs> so, so, so great. Those, they're some of my favorite meetings. Besides the cannabis meetings, mm-hmm. and the band stuff is all right, too. But the beer, the beer thing, it's just, it, it's hilarious how, how fun it is. And and how you do get to tweak it as a recipe and make it specific. Yeah. You want to make it stand out. You don't want it to just blend in. Oh, here's another IPA. This this would never blend in, by the way. Wow. But the same thing with the Amber Ale. We didn't want it to just be on paper. We wanted yeah. it to jump off of the paper. Yeah, it definitely, definitely you know, does. And, and the beautiful disaster, we wanted it to knock your head off. Yeah. Yeah. How so, long did it take to get uh, right at 
to take a few batches, or were they pretty spot on? I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. We should we should ask. It probably it probably took a couple batches. I would imagine. Yeah. I would, yeah. Of course. Well, uh, as a plug to full, for full service, we're playing Rock Brothers Brewing on March 22nd on the second leg of our Hoppin' Along tour. So we will get that answer. There you go. Or we could just ask the research department, but yeah, we'll go get it in person. We'll do it old school style and get that answer. I want to uh, see you have another full body, <laughs> full body experience. Yeah, do it. You don't understand what will happen if I drink this whole thing. It's, we'll walk around town not... a little bit, then we'll drive home in a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get there. Give me, give, some, give me a second. Okay. Yeah, no rush, no pressure. Uh, yeah, eat some food. Yeah. Let's move on to... Four uh, <laughs> <laughs> things. Yeah, let's move on to feel. I'm, I'm needing cues from the... From, <laughs> the feel. Yeah, the research department. So All right, we're going to feel here. Director. Yeah, he is the director. The feel, it, it's going to be... It's, it's just exceptional. It's uh, luxurious. It's, uh, it's silky. Well, yeah, why is it... Uh, uh, creamier than uh, like I mean maybe it's a stupid question but why no, is the lighter creamy. stuff um, why is this creamier than this one like what do y'all think that is well it's gonna be part of our four part factor as I pour it on my man, head man you almost, almost just poured <laughs> that on <out> your head <laughs> <laughs> that but it looks awesome. it looks like it looks <laughs> it yeah, looks your feel creamy looks a little hazier no it definitely yeah, hazy yeah. but like your tongue thing like you are saying it sticks to your tongue like once it, it passes it's there. And like yeah, it's that. definitely laying on my tongue like mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. hoppy blanket. Yeah, it's very different than the Amber Ale. Hoppy for blanket. Sure. Hoppy yeah. blanket. Mm-hmm. Great one. That's your beer. The full service hoppy blanket. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it's a 7.0, right in the middle. Right where, yeah, right in the middle for yes. GNR. Yes. Right <laughs> Shout out to GNR. for <laughs> um, I mean, it's as good as it could be. I, I'm, I'm happy with it. Feel is a hard thing for me to lock down. Yeah. I'd love to see some other of the descriptions made so I can rip them off <laughs> but it's uh, it's great I, I would say for beer nerds the fact that it's been sitting out for a little bit is a really good thing yeah for, for all of the the factors maybe except for for uh, look because it wouldn't really change but feel wise I bet with it being a slightly bit warmer adds to that creaminess and uh, I don't know it's just pleasant we're, we're used to Almost freezing beer in in America, the coldest beer mm-hmm. in town, you know, Beer City in, in Omaha, and thirteen thousand different liquor stores in in the country. It's like, I don't want it to be cold. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be the coldest. I want it to be cold. It, you know, I, I went to England last year, and the beer was not super cold, but it was so tasty, and it wasn't strong at all. Like someone's gonna corner the market in seven point mm-hmm. full service. Hoppy blanket. Yes. <laughs> HB. There's a lot of breweries in Austin, man. Maybe we'll be able to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite? Pressure. My favorite are the ones that have sponsored our events. So oh, I like. Hey, uh, hey, yeah. Nice. Inclusive sponsors. Yeah. The ones that, that gave us free beer for our for our full service circus, which would be Austin Beer Works. And, cool. Uh, what was last one? What was last time? South Austin. South Brewery. Austin Brewing. Brewery. Yeah. Brewery. Brewery. Yeah. S A B, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but I think Austin Beer Works would go my way. But they have Jester King is like the famous one uh-huh. for sour beers. I think is that right? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, farmhouse ales. Yeah, there's a little yeah. collection. I think, the, I think the, the audience has a question. Question from the audience. Taking what kind of beer would full service make? What would be your first beer? What type of beer? What kind of beer? Well, 
I think these guys, I speak for Hogue, IPAs is just, you know, it's, it's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, some kind of IPA. I think uh, we would like to perfect the session IPA. It would be an interesting experiment, but we might just go straight IPA for the first one and then session IPA for the second one because a little bit lighter ABV. But uh, we all, I think our go-to is uh, IPAs when we go to, to pick out a six-pack, so probably that. I will say that for our last event, our last full service circus, which is our own festival we do in Austin every other year, uh, we have a mascot. He's a little puppet, this little monster, and he says, yay, yay, all the time. And somebody <laughs> brewed uh, a home brew, and we call it Vitalis, the little puppet. Vitalis. It was Vitalis IPA. Nice. And it was, yeah. uh, he made a six-pack of home brew, and that was part of the silent auction. So mm-hmm. technically mm-hmm. that would be the first one. So exclusive. Vitalis IPA. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you thought 800 bottles was exclusive? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> one six-pack. One six-pack. I wonder who won that one. Anyway, let's move on to our last thing about the beautiful disaster here before we play our, our game. Yeah, have a little game that we do at the end. We didn't do smell. Uh, we did smell. We did smell. Uh, yeah, well, I said uh, kumquat. It was a one-word review. Yeah, I was like, don't go out and fresh, and then we moved on. It was stupid. So moving on to look. Look. Uh, it's a little darker than your normal IPA. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, again, got like a little bit of a fruit juice. You need to start looking out of the light. Yeah, fruit put it in the sun. That's when it. you can really see the creaminess. It's it's the golden sunlight. The haziness and the creaminess mm-hmm. is really mm-hmm. apparent. That's, uh, the, that's the real solid, unfiltered kumquat that's yeah. making it hazy. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there was a clear version of it, and it was good, but we decided that the hazy was better. Just mm-hmm. a little bit more... Give it probably more body yep. to in the field department. More bite. Um, it looks chewy, unassuming almost. Chewy. It doesn't look like anything that's gonna really kill you, but then you sip it and you're like, oh, it makes you have full body shakes. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it's got God, a beautiful look, and the head sat on it really nice for a solid like four or five minutes actually. That said, for an eleven uh, three, it's. It's not that full body shake. Like I've had some up there beers like this that really are like a oh yeah that are really yeah. that are boozy yeah you hear, you hear the, like, the beer people and alcohol people in general like say the Dogfish One Twenty or something. I think that's one pretty high up there, and that one tastes something. yeah that's a yeah, that's only five. eight yeah and it's what? boozy it's boozy yeah. they, that's what they're going for they're mm-hmm. they're probably they're they're keeping the ABV down but they want it to taste like that so you could could have another one. Ours yeah. is the opposite. Ours is deceptively strong, yeah. mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is which yeah. is a, a little dangerous, but for sure, it's in the name, and that's for, for, yeah. for professionals. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little awesome. strong, dangerously strong, and we're gonna put it on tap at our big festival. Yeah, so party on! And we're gonna make it sweet, so people will want to drink another. One. Yeah, yeah. We're put fruit in it. So what we've been doing in all of these brew, these uh, beer videos is we will, in our own minds, come up with. Uh, a full what full service song would be represented by this particular beer that we've been tasting? However, this is already named after a song, a three eleven song. Yeah. So we can't do a song. But what I propose we do for this one, instead of doing a full service song, we pick which three eleven album. Because you guys' albums all have particular feels, particular flavors, different production, you know, approaches, all that stuff. I'm gonna kick this out here. What full? And this might only be for me and you because I'm the super fan of the group here. So. Uh, these guys could just be awkward and not know the name of the albums. But, uh, <laughs> What's that? Oh, that uh, well, Hulk, yeah, well, yeah, well, well, I don't have Hogue. Hogue is the other. That's not playing fair. Hogue's the other super fan, so we're gonna we're gonna do this. You, you know, whatever. So, what three eleven album does this beer represent to you? Uh, 
Wait, but everybody has to come up with theirs before they say it. I'll oh, you're staring right at me. I was getting ready to answer. Yeah. I have it as well. Yep. You ready? Mm-hmm. You ready? We're all going to say it at the same time? No, no, no. He's going to start. <laughs> oh, let's say, let's say the same time. Okay, yeah. we'll say it at the same time. Then, we got to, then you have to explain it. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Sound, Sound system. system. Sound system, for sure. Yes! <laughs> it's muscular. It's muscular. It's yes. Yeah. Damn it. Y'all should have said to say sound system. But I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. What did you say? I said transistor. What did you say? Sound system. No, you didn't. No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I wanted to hear what he said. Because now, I why did you say sound on. system? Just, um, it's muscular. It's, uh, it was our, um, you thought transistor was kind of strange. Well, this, this is the rock and roll album. That, that we can write as well, mm-hmm. and uh, the beer is like that. It's um, it's it's coming for blood. We're chopping heads off. There'll be no survivors. Yeah, there it is. That's what sounds like. Yeah. Is. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I said that is because I have a very clear memory of uh, before we before we'd had full service. When you guys played in Philadelphia, before we moved to Texas and everything, you guys were playing uh, Freeze Time before the album came out. Where at? Uh, it's in Camden, Camden Waterfront uh-huh. thing. Yeah, the, the big, the big, big thing. Camden. And you guys played Freeze Time, and uh, from the very first riff, Hogan and I were like, like we were in the front, you know, in the pit, whatever, and just, well, that was that was the moment that I felt like solidified. I was going to be like, this band's going to be my favorite band for a long time. Huh. You know, cool. because it had, it was muscular, you're right, and that riff was so chunky, dude, and like palm muted, yeah. but not in like a speed metal way, but just like with the same palm muting approach. That's what I really loved, and it has that so that like chunky muscle to it. That's exactly what made me think of this. Although beautiful disaster is a perfect name, obviously, but yeah. for me, it's going to be sound system. Yeah, I like the way it came out, and and yeah, sound system seems right. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, I have a couple more questions I want to ask about just the podcast thing. But, sure. uh, so, Beautiful Disaster, you can't get it anymore because it's sold out. Unless, but Unless you go to 311 Day. Go to 311 Day, which you also can't get tickets for because it's sold Yo, out. Yeah, oh, that's sold out too. You'll never yeah. taste this beer. This beer is But there, there is a plan. It's coming out next November, correct? You're going to have another release of it. I think is the plan. You're going to have a yes. second, second yeah, rollout. A second rollout and then potentially adding a third 311 uh, beer to the mix is what I've heard from the research department. I did talk to them about something. I don't know how, if they ran with my idea, but I was at a sushi restaurant uh, a few months ago, and I called them up. I, I, I saw something. On, I saw something on the menu I'd never seen before on, at a uh, you know on a on a drink list, and it was called an herb beer. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, what the fuck is that? Like, that sounds perfect. 311 herb like who's got the herb ale like kind of <laughs> yep. and then do a cannabis crossover and get if you want to be liability just <laughs> suicide <laughs> but but it, it's not that you know CBD. we could we could do that in a, in a safe way for sure mm-hmm. I mean at the same time if you guys are the first ones to do that that would be a really That's good really great yeah. thing well and it was it was just it was it was a Japanese it tasted like uh where, where the amber ale is kind of grassy and, and the beautiful disaster as well and lots of hip beer people are appreciating that flavor in beer this is more um, it's herbs it's mm-hmm. it's stronger than that it, it has a definite I don't know it's like wooden where, where this is grassy this it takes it to the next level and it was really good with food I mean with, with fish it was incredible so I don't know if that'll be the case 
uh, something along those lines, but that's what I was saying to them just as far as doing something different because they are doing six different ales or six different beers right now with all these different bands. Like, what's going to be different? And, and that's that's kind of my yeah. job in this wow. in this position. And, and if it comes out to be that, it'll be great. And if it turns out to be something else, maybe or a double, um, it'd be fun to do too. Yeah, because IPA is really where I go to if I'm going to go into um, a liquor store. Or if I'm at a restaurant, that's almost always what I'm going to get. Um, stout. But it's fun. <laughs> but, but my wife my wife will buy me a stout every once in a while. I'll get the Victory at Sea, uh, Ballast Point. So I shout them mm-hmm. out. We yeah. had a really good uh, coffee stout the other night that Bonesaw, actually, Ooh, as a not very great. heavy beer drinker, really enjoyed. It was so a, yummy. Hang yeah, 24. Yeah. That's the brewery, yeah. Yeah. I know their stuff. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. I, I just won't buy it, but but when I have it, I love it. Yeah. It's incredible. So maybe maybe we should. There's that brewery is worth a visit because they have. It's right by this little airport. It's right next to the mountains. Right. And so it's aviation themed. Really cool brewery. The labels, so cool. labels cool, yeah. and they have a, a nice space. They have really cool outdoor patio where we played, and then the beers are all tied in with the aviation theme. And That's great. It's worth a visit. A little bit farther away from. We should do a black and tan, maybe. <laughs> just like a black and tan in a in a bottle. Oh. Well, I have a couple other uh, just quick follow-up questions here, uh, just for the sake of the podcast. Sure. The um, from the outsider's perspective, so Nick Singer of Three Eleven has the grassroots uplifter plan. That's sort of his baby. Yes. And this seems like this is more of your baby. Uh, yeah, so, and, and I mean they're all right. you know they're all Three Eleven things, but you know you're spearheading. This. I'm the beer nerd in the band. Yeah. I'll I'll say, and not that Nick is the weed nerd in the band because he's not. He's the, he's the he's the entrepreneur. Yeah, he really is. He's the hella hella entrepreneur, and uh, and has kind of seen the legalization in California coming, uh, and yeah. was planning out planning yeah. it all out years in advance. Pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, he was on top of that. Yeah, way ahead of time. We all benefit from each other's good ideas. And that's the cool thing yeah. about being in a band together. Yeah, but well, Nick Nick's come up with so many; it's hard to believe. And from the outsider's perspective, I would, it seems like Chad's, is, he seems to be very into just production and the music part. Not the, not yeah. the making music, but just like the yeah. music production part of things. Yeah. That seems to be his niche. His, he'll mix. Yeah, yeah mixing he's, and all that kind of he's stuff. Got the, um, he's got the OCD and the, um, the focus to sit and go over something over yeah. and over and over and yeah. over and over again. Yeah, so that, can, that seems I to can, be the, the, the being behind the boards thing seems to be his niche. But yes, and no pressure because uh, Mahoney's in the audience. But what what would be Essay and Mahoney's sort of pet projects? What, what do those be? guys do? Both both of them kind of do. do I mean, as off the top of my head, with the pressure of them being in the audience, or one of them at least, as Jason loses it, is they 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 add the they add the heart and soul to to the band. You know, like yeah. the, the well, feet, not what they the add feel. to the band, but what's their addition? Feel. What's their thing that they love in addition to the band? Like that, the, well, yeah. As, you as, what as I degeneralize, as I'm being very general about just saying how they they add a lot of heart because they really do. Um, and Tim adds the riffs and songs that no one in the band could come up with that are are uh, of a you know a, a retro feel but totally cool right now. I was jamming on Tim's stuff for hours today. Nice. It was great. Yeah. My wife was giving me shit about not playing enough bass, and I wanted to uh, get up there and work. And uh, <laughs> came back to work, honey. And uh, well, I was I've been doing a lot of. Uh, Gran Turismo. 
been driving a lot, you know, in the virtual world. So I needed to play some bass. So I grabbed my 64 Jazz and tur- opened up my Dropbox and played some Tim stuff. Huh? And oh, so sick. much fun. Really, like, learned a couple of things halfway, but really... Just starters. Just, just kind of like when I, as I was growing up, yeah. listened to NWA, I didn't really have to play the bass lines right. I just had to be inspired by what was going on in there, and then I'm, I'm, I'll figure out what I'm doing, and I'll make it work or I won't. It'll be different, or it'll t- attach itself to it. So I was just jamming with Tim's stuff, and it's so just much like fun. Brand new little b- baby songs that are, yeah, just nothing, so, maybe something. Just so much heart and so much little babies. soul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Babies. brand yeah. new. Walking a little bit. Nobody bends. <laughs> nobody <laughs> bends notes in the band Uh-oh. but Tim. Tim's the only one that bends notes. Tim and Nick, I guess. Nick does bend notes. <laughs> Nick's not a big bender. But but it's like my opinion. Tim's bending saying. in the riffs like. Yeah. It's so cool. So much fun. You were playing a J bass. Yeah. Wow. My sweet sixty-four. Never seen. Have you ever played that on stage? No, I've so. never brought that out. No, yeah. Don't bring anything out on tour that you're not okay with losing. Okay. That's my philosophy with clothes. Yeah, like I don't. Like, yeah, oh, exactly. Don't bring anything you don't want to say goodbye. Chargers, right? Oh, anything, man. Anything. anything. <laughs> it goes. Like it goes saying. with anything. Everything. Chargers. And your that was a <laughs> He's working through it. Uh, Follow up <laughs> question, just for fun. We have a you know a full you know full service group text. Or group me, whatever that we was. Is there a three eleven band group text that's just you guys, yes. where you guys BS with each other? Yes, it's nice. mostly about football, and I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> so have you checked out of the of the it's group text? Funny. I'm like, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like we got a new coach that was a quarterback before, and Essay was like, oh, I got my Christmas present early. It was like December, <laughs> like gives a shit but, but it, it, it's it's he's, cool that is something he's passionate about he's super yes music. football Nebraska Cornhusker football no way right. yeah big time I would have thunk it uh, and is it is it group text or group me what do you guys do what's your process um, it's just group text group text yeah nothing what's group me yeah what is group me is like like we play a lot of ultimate frisbee a lot of the ultimate frisbee group uses community uses group me's for setting up games or cool whatever uh, like grope me, grope me, but as a group. <laughs> That's a different app. <laughs> um, no, these guys have you know his sub apps. You know, like he, me, and him and Hogue have one about ultimate frisbee, mm-hmm. and then these guys have one called Spro Bros about uh, about Spro uh, Espresso. Did you point at me? I'm not on that. You're not in Spro Bros. I'm not in Spro Bros. No, 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 no. They won't let me in Spro Bros. <laughs> You want to be in Spro Bros and you're not? It's not bad. Wow. You can't, you can't add yourself. <laughs> I can't. They won't add me. You know, it's like titled group text. <laughs> Research department. I would definitely be in Spro Bros. You'd be in Spro Bros. Okay. You'd be in Spro Bros. Cool. Oh, awesome. Did Peter just get into Spro Bros and both of us not Spro No. Come on. Yes. Let me in. Although I'm more of a poor of a guy. We'll talk. Yeah. Well, anyway, that, that. that's Let's go that's back, go back to field for right? disaster. We did it already. No, no. It was great. It's incredible. Oh yeah, the general body feel, perfect. Mm-hmm. Bliss. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Bliss. Um, my well, that's well. My other question was, you're playing a lot of basketball. I love the basketball. Yeah, which I tried to get Peter to get you to play basketball with us, but. I know. We'll He's, do it someday. He said it would be tough after imbibing. I agree. I couldn't play basketball right now. <laughs> It'd be funny. 
Oh man, I would destroy uh, you guys. Yes, question from the audience. Uh, is there anything you want to, since Hogue's not here, is there anything you want to talk about since Hogue's not here? Either about him or oh. you didn't, that you want to talk about. Put Hogue on blast? Talk quick. Either about There's him. There's a bus we can throw him under. Yeah. Dude. Say you don't want him to know, but since not here, you can talk about. Uh, we can definitely put Hogue on blast. Uh, let's see. Face time. We, no, uh, what I'm going to do is I don't I'm gonna, think I'm, Tim was necessarily heading to put Hogue on blast. Just say, <laughs> don't wake him up. I no, no, no. Uh, oh, call him? Yeah, let's call him. Feeling good. No, I was going to go into... Uh, well, I'll just go into the most recent full-service group text where I said, uh, hey, it's bummer we're not coming. Peter might try to reschedule. We'll see when we have you here. And he goes, oh, man, Peter probably thinks I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's, that's putting Hogue on blast right there. You're not a bitch. You're not a bitch. People get sick. Yeah. yeah. He's just eating saltines at home. But... Anyway, Peanut, thanks a lot for taking the time. Yeah, to hang, yeah man. of course. It's been really cool to get to know you better and also just get to talk about your incredible beers you guys got coming out. Congrats mm-hmm. on the release of the beer and the upcoming 311 Day and another summer tour and all the success from 2017. You guys played like 60 shows last year. Yeah, it was crazy. It was the busiest year in a long, long time. Yeah. Still, you can tell. It still feels like it. We did two shows for any of the listeners with you guys in Texas, and you could tell there was a renewed energy excitement about the new album and the stuff you guys were doing Chad's dancing back there you guys are doing crazy stuff it was definitely I felt that for the last couple of years last yeah. like two or three years and I've and heard it too like hey you guys look like you look like you're really having fun on stage like did it look like we weren't having fun on stage or maybe we're just having more fun it's just it's, it's cool like it's got to go up and down being being together for 27 years the general feel from from the audience but if that's the way it's going and that's the way it feels like a, a nice trajectory upward where we have a lot of momentum and things are super positive and yeah. we are having fun and there's new things to explore and, and new shows to play and it's just that's great what's not to enjoy yeah man and my, my final question is you're sort of known for having uh, a stone on stage on top of your amp mm-hmm. I would say are you going to replace that with uh, or, or, a, or a Lagunitas it's, or a, Lagunitas. it's, a, it's, a, oh, okay. hop, it's hop stupid usually on stage okay oh, really? yeah because yeah. 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 I can get it anywhere Okay. Yeah. Well, is that going to be replaced by the beautiful disaster? Man, I, I I wish, but you know what? It would be a little too strong to drink on stage. There's a there's a there was a summer where I was bringing scotch on stage, Oof. and it was like, what am I doing? Like this is crazy because it, it would catch. <laughs> you know, I'm drinking it because I'm thirsty, and I would have I'd have water on the side, but this is this would be the same sort of thing. It would be a little too rough to drink on stage. Yeah. yeah. The hop stupid's kind of perfect. It's like uh, 8.0. All right, yep. just sticking with them. Uh, it's just the it's the availability thing. If I if I could get it, I'd love to have some on stage, but I couldn't drink it as my go to on stage because on stage all I drink is beer. Yeah, <laughs> so I've got to balance it. Hey, you, well, you you bass players have that in common. Weber, <laughs> fucking solidarity, man. <laughs> hot blanket, the seven point hot blanket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This morning, I'll say, uh, you know, last night I also had food poisoning last night, and I took care of it last night yes. in a not pleasant way Hogue has it today we visited a legal weed store for the first time so smell was feeling no pain nice and Weber after a three day binge of drinking at breweries commented this morning he's like somehow amazingly I'm in the best shape of everybody right now <laughs> seriously it's a years of slowly poisoning my body I'm just stronger than them <laughs> anyhow nothing will destroy me <laughs> well thanks a lot for joining in uh it's been great to taste your beers and hang thanks out for, with you Thanks guys. for inviting me. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Cheers.
Cheer for the audience. Yeah, cheer for the audience. Yeah, thank you, research department. R and D. Thank yeah, you. Let's get a quick, uh, quick photo up here. This yeah. is an easy yes. Anytime you need yeah. me. All right. Yeah, let's do a good picture.